0: ever wish that you could have a therapist as a friend? Well, now's your chance. I'm Marianne Griffith, and I'm the host of the Renewal Session podcast, where each week we have real conversations about the messy and the meaningful things of life with me and some of my friends. I'm a therapist who's passionate about helping people break free of strongholds and create a better life. Pull up a seat and let's dive in to a real conversation. To this week's episode of the Renewal Session, so we're gonna jump right into a real conversation about a question that got posed this past weekend at church. So, our pastor was preaching on the story of Samson, and in the middle of his sermon, he asked the question, "What is killing your spiritual growth?" And I immediately reached for a pen, wrote it down, thought, "Man, this would be a really good." conversation to have with someone on the podcast and in fact this is going to be a two-parter because I've already recorded the episode where my daughter and I talk about it and it's a very organic conversation. It doesn't follow a script. It doesn't um, lean into points. It's just her and I talking but I wanted to first talk to you about my thoughts on spiritual growth and those times in our lives where perhaps we feel like no growth is happening or actually that we're going backwards. And I certainly think during the pandemic that a lot of people felt like their faith was in jeopardy or that they were feeling very disconnected from God. Now, that's not to say that everybody felt that way. Right. But a lot of people that I know have expressed the feeling of disconnection in their relationship with God. But as far as killing our spiritual growth, that feels really strong to me. So even though that's how the question was asked, I'm going to pose it a little bit differently in saying, What is stopping you from spiritually growing? I think that's a better, maybe more sensitive way to say the question, and one of the things that I started thinking about when I was reflecting on this for my own spiritual growth was that a lot of times I do have a plan for my spiritual growth, right? I have recently bought a Bible study or I'm planning to listen to sermon series or I am participating in some type of service project. These kinds of things are all part of my plan, right? Living in community with other believers is on that plan also as well as prayer. And that plan feels very comprehensive. It feels very doable in those moments that I've created the plan. However, the reality is that in my search for fulfillment or significance or stability, I often go to the fastest way to solve or meet those needs. And when I do that, I run, I run ahead of God. I don't make the wisest of choices because I haven't been prayerful about it. And really sin can creep in there and keep me satisfied so that I don't run to God because there is no unmet need is what that um, pattern of behavior says to me. It's like, oh, listen, Marianne, I, you have that problem here. Let me figure out how to meet that need. Oh, that need got met. Therefore, I don't really need God. And. Certainly that's not a conscious thing because if it was a conscious thing or even something I verbalized, I could feel like the yuck of that and immediately want to turn from it. So it's much more uh, deeper than that, I guess, things that I don't necessarily bring into my conscious thoughts, but rather they're just actions that happen pretty naturally And so I've had to really recognize that part of the reason my spiritual growth suffers is because I'm looking for the quick fix. Um, And I'm not willing to take the time sometimes. I mean, there are a lot of times where I will take the time, but sometimes I won't take the time to pause and allow God to to reveal and Him to direct the show, um, but instead just run ahead of Him. And so that's one way I think... That I will stop my spiritual growth. I think another way that I stop my spiritual growth is by searching for identity in the things that I do each day um, for my family, for my clients, for the audience of this podcast, and I let my identity rest in those performances instead of allowing God to define me and for me to embrace all of my decisions through the reality that I am chosen, that I am called, and that I am equipped by God to do things that he has put before me to do, that he has uniquely made me to do. And instead, because I get this instant gratification from meeting the needs of the people around me, I buy into that that is my primary identity, I think also I didn't really think until the pastor pointed this out of when you stop your spiritual growth, there is also a cost that comes to that. And I think for me, the biggest cost that I've seen come from lack of spiritual growth is an increase in anxiety, an increase in like ruminating thoughts or limiting beliefs. Um, I often feel really ashamed of the fact that I have not participated in the things that I know will glorify God or grow me in my faith and my relationship with him and so I will often not pay attention to the the connection between an increase in my anxiety or an increase in my ruminating thoughts or limiting beliefs, having that be connected to my relationship with God. And that I could actually begin to address those issues in my life and decrease the power that they have over my life if I was building my relationship with God. But instead, what I do is I tend to look towards things that will quickly resolve that, which just keeps me running back to the same sin patterns over and over again, or the same crutches, or the same idols, whatever, whatever words you want to use to identify with it, it's not me running to God and saying, okay, God, how do I change the focus of my life, run away from these patterns that are unhealthy, set good boundaries, so that I actually can live in your, your definition of my identity, and live in the freedom that you provide and I have really had to come to grips with a lot of the times that the reason my spiritual growth stops is because I am focused on the things that are right in front of me and I've bought into the culture I've bought into the idea of like the world's idea I guess of fulfillment and that there's a cost of that to me and so I have decided recently that in order to really address these things in my life, that I have to confess them, right? In uh, telling you this stuff, there's a there's an element of confession that I need to to really bring these things to God to to tell Him, hey, listen, I'm starting to realize that I am searching for fulfillment, for significance, for stability, for a sense of identity and things that are not of you. And please God, keep revealing that because I don't want this to continue in my life. I want to be able to break free and to find you as the ultimate source for my life, for my Um, decisions and behaviors and how I treat people in relationship and so I want to invite you to ask the question of like what's stopping your spiritual growth certainly we all go through seasons right there's this up and down um, ebb and flow of our walk with Christ and I think we can all say that that is one of the parts of sanctification that happens is that we work out our salvation that the less of me and the more of him, but we do, we do create our own stumbling blocks. We do participate in habitual things that really take us away from God, from the spiritual focus of our life. And so I want you to think about like, okay, what are the things in my life that really trump God? What are the ways in which I divert myself from the plan? And how do I get back to them? And one of the things that you're going to hear when you listen to the conversation between Katie and I is really about that she has a hard time sticking to her plan because the plans don't feel uniquely made for her. And so I want you to think about how are you uniquely made And what are the things that bring you great joy? And have you ever considered the fact that you can implement those things into the way you do relationship with God? And that maybe that those things are so fulfilling and then when you combine them with your faith that it elevates it to a whole different level and you become so drawn To relating to God that way that then you begin to enrich these other areas of your life so I really want you to think about like okay how am I created what are the things that that really get me excited what are the ways in which I have in the past felt really connected with God and allow yourself to think outside the box allow yourself to have permission to look at okay how was I Um, what are the things that turn me on? What are the things that I will always say yes to? And so that's where I'm going to leave you today. And next week, I want you to come back and listen to Katie and I have a little bit of a conversation about how this works in her life. Until next week, live your best life. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Renewal Session podcast. Make sure to head on over to iTunes and rate and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. New episodes are dropping every Thursday, and I can't wait for you to tune in to next time. Until then, live your best life.